Welcome to Why Therapy, where each week we talk to mental health professionals about the way therapy actually works and how it might help you. I'm Matt Shebb. My guest today is Travis Ramsey, a licensed professional counselor in the state of Georgia with an office in Smyrna, outside of Atlanta. Travis focuses on couples and family therapy using an emotionally focused therapy approach. In his work, he helps people see how the systems that we all participate in affect our emotions and behaviors. If one part of our family is not working well, it doesn't make all the other parts behave better. It makes them behave worse. That there's always a reason behind what we're experiencing. Whatever you're feeling, whatever you're thinking, whatever you're doing, that doesn't make sense to you, that you don't know why you're doing it. My goal is to to help you make sense of it. And how he goes into those experiences with his clients. We are feeling it together. And I'm going into this experience that you're having. And what that requires of me is that I can't be afraid to go there. Here's Travis. You have your own private practice and you're a marriage and family therapist. So how does that work? Do you usually start out seeing the individual Does the couple or family come in together, Um, some sort of combination? Tell us a little bit about that. Um, Well, it's whoever's willing. So that's really important. I worked with a uh, a couple sons who are really concerned about their dad and his drinking. And initially... They're like, well, we'll just meet with you because we want to know what to do. And I pushed back a little bit. I said, well, why don't, why don't, have you, why don't you invite your dad? Really? Yeah, yeah. Send him the link. Let's all meet. And, uh, and they did. And so I'll ask. I'll encourage people to um, invite, whether it's another family member. You know, a lot of times a spouse will call and say, I'm really having problems with, you know, my husband or my wife. And can we schedule a session? And I'll often do the first session just with them because that's what they've asked for. But it will quickly turn, you know, I'll suggest, you know, it'd be really great if maybe you could say these things to your spouse. And they say, oh, no, I couldn't say anything like that. I said, well, what, what would happen if you just invited them to a counseling session? I can do this. I can do the talking, you know, and kind of give you a safe place where you can say some things and I can really make sure that they hear you and that it's okay to communicate these things. So it, yeah, it's kind of a, a mixture, whatever um, clients are willing to engage in. But what we know is that when one person changes, it can change the system. So even if other people aren't willing to come in, you know, for instance, like those brothers, they later met with me, just the two of them, very specifically because they wanted to change what they were doing. And um, I was able to kind of give them some tools and I think they were able to actually convince their father to get into some treatment based on changing their own behaviors. Do, do people generally come in having a pretty good idea of what they want to, what they want to work on with their loved one? So they're actually ahead of the curve if they're already there. Yeah, that's, that, you're doing really great if you're able to kind of identify what you're not um, you're not able to accomplish in your relationships. I wouldn't say most people are there though. Most people call a counselor because 
they're having disturbing thoughts, uh, they're acting, uh, engaged in behaviors, whether it's addiction or other things that they can't stop or they're not proud of or they, they confuse them. Um, a lot of times people enter therapy because of, they just feel so bad, you know, where there's depression or anxiety and um, kind of feel like they're losing themselves to a degree. Um, might be because it's it's interfering with their work or, or their family relationships. Um, so it's more personal problems that people think, well, I'm going to go see a counselor and I'm, I'm going to get it get a hold of this, you know, I'm going to fix this. And they don't often see how it is related to their relationships. So a lot, so if I understand what you're saying, a lot of times people call you thinking like, I need to, this is a, this is just something I need to work on about myself and not really connecting it with um, the, the family or, or whatever system they're a part of. Right. So, Oh, go ahead. Yeah, we're all connected. Yeah. You know, if one part, if one part of our family is not working well, it doesn't make all the other parts behave better. It makes them behave worse. So, so I know that when you come in with a problem, you are not having a positive impact on the people around you. Also, know that it might not only be your problem. It might be theirs as well that you're responding to, reacting to, and struggling with. So, you know, it's hard to really change your own behaviors and thoughts. And a change for people is not easy. Mm -hmm. So it's an uphill battle um, to do it yourself when you're in a system that expects you to fail, maybe. Mm -hmm. Or it's used to your poor behavior. So in any way that I can help the system actually begin turning some, then I'm, I am helping you. So I'm curious to hear, too, um, how would you say that diversity factors like maybe gender or ethnic background or age, any, any number of things um, factor into what your, you know, the relationship? Um, and the reason I'm asking that is because I would imagine there might be somebody listening who's like, well, these are two middle-aged white guys. <laughs> Maybe that works. Maybe therapy works for them. Um, but not, you know, maybe not for whatever situation I'm in. So is there any way that you kind of take that into consideration and address that? Um, or does it, or, or maybe not even explicitly, but at least go into your thinking. I, I mean, I'm just curious to hear your thoughts about that. Yeah, that's, um, it's a really important part because what it does is it's, can I trust this person to really get me? And, and that's, that would be another hurdle for a person to get into therapy is if I'm going to go meet with you and you can't understand what my world is like, then how are you going to help me? Um, and that responsibility falls on me as a counselor. And so it does. It means I'm going to ask more questions. I'm going to be more curious. I'm not going to assume as much about what your world is and what your relationships are like or what your values are. You know, it's, it's important for me to understand those things about you to help you accomplish what you want. 
Um, so no, I think it's an important thing. Um, one thing, I guess that the, what I would offer, and um, I really need to put this in print somewhere because it's been a motto for me. Two things that really, I think, describe me as who I am as a counselor is one, every human behavior makes sense. Human feeling, thought, everything about the human experience, it makes sense. So I have that firm belief that whatever you're feeling, whatever you're thinking, whatever you're doing, that doesn't make sense to you, that you don't know why you're doing it, you just wish you could stop or, you know, whatever it is, it makes sense. There's a reason, there are good reasons behind it that are often good and positive. And it's helpful to understand that. And so my goal is to, to help you make sense of it and to kind of begin to really put your arms around it and in a way that you can um, I guess, uh, incorporate it or change it, you know, whatever you want to do. The second part that I firmly believe is there is, um, there's a part of me that gets it, that whatever you're experiencing, there's a part of me that gets it. And I've got to find that part. Um, sometimes it takes me <laughs> multiple sessions. Um, in a way, I, I'm doing the work. Uh, my clients are a gift to me as much as I'm a gift to them because they are speaking things and I need to find that part of me that's in their problem. Maybe it's not the exact same, obviously, mm -hmm. but there's a part of the human experience. I'm a human just like they're a human and what they're going through, what they're experiencing there's a part of me that can understand that. And, um, and that's really important to me to find that part so that you're not alone. And, um, you know, so we can kind of journey through this together. I, I, I can't come alongside of you if I can't find that part of me um, that's like you. Wow, that's uh, that's powerful. Looking at those two things together, um, I could see how that would be a really helpful kind of compass, you know, in terms of orienting, you know, what you're what you're doing in a session or over the course of treatment with somebody. Um, and when you said, and it also brings to light how, I mean, I don't think anybody would argue that it's hard work uh, being a therapist, but I think that point puts a finger a little bit on what in particular makes it hard, you know, because being able to have that kind of awareness and looking inside yourself for something um, that mirrors kind of what that person's going through. Um, that's, you know, that that's tough focused, you know, takes a lot of concentration and also a lot of emotional capacity to do that. Um, right. Yeah, it's, it's work. It's not, I'm, I'm, I've become more and more and more and more aware of it as I go along that, um, 
it's not it's just not like it's not even being like a pastor yeah it's um my work and and i think a lot of this has come from my training in emotionally focused therapy because Mm -hmm. this is really it's it's a experiential therapy Mm. not so much in that we're doing like all these exercises or whatever but more in that we are feeling it together Mm. and i'm going into this experience that you're having with your loved one right now and we are going to go there and what that requires of me is that i can't be afraid to go there like so those places that you're afraid to say you're afraid to bring up um, i'm not gonna like hammer you over the head but i'm gonna go there with you and that part of me that identifies with that i have to I have to work through that too. Um, I, I've just, uh, this year I went through a divorce. Oh, sorry. After, after a 20 year marriage. And I don't know if I've ever been able to go into the fear. Um, that people experience when their marriages aren't going well than I have, like I have this year. And, um, and I have to though, because if I can't do that, like I said, if I can't walk alongside of you and I can't get that and some are a lot. And so this is a really easy way. Like I, I get it now, but while, while it's easy, Emotionally, it is extremely difficult for me to go into that place because my wounds are still really exposed and wide open. And I don't have a Band-Aid that can cover my own wound, um, let alone yours. So here we're going to go into it, and I don't have an answer for you. I used to have nice answers. I don't have any. Mm. You know, I don't have any guarantees. I know how to go there though. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's the work that, you know, when I can find those places of me that identify with what you're going through, um, I can, I can go there with you. And, and sometimes we grow together. My clients may not know that, but you know, they give me as much as I give them. So I think that's really the, the work, um, that that people may not understand a lot of people may go to counseling thinking i'm going to get some answers and we call that first order change you know in other words here's the first order is just knock down these problems one two three you know give me the three things i can do differently and yeah you might experience some relief and some things change and are better but second order change is when you really get to like changing yourself you're not just changing what you're doing or your behaviors anymore. You are changing the inside of what's going on with you. And so um, when I can kind of begin helping people walk into those experiences on a deeper level, um, then we begin creating second order change, which is what I think most people really want in therapy. Um, so That's powerful. I've never really... 
I mean, that was a, that was a, thank you for sharing that with me because I never really felt that the way that I felt it when you just, I mean, even before you mentioned you and your wife, but just when you talked about, you have to be willing to go there. I felt that, in a, and I still don't know what that really feels like as a therapist, like being a therapist, having to go there. But I, I felt the weight of that responsibility um, in a way that I hadn't before when you said that. Um, that's, um, it's a pretty, it's like, it's like an almost like a sacred, like it's a vocational thing. It doesn't, it's not like a, it's like a calling or something like that. I don't know. I don't want to put too religious of a term on it, but, but it feels like that level of responsibility and trust and all the things, you know, um, that we associate with that kind of those words like calling or vocation or. Right. Right. It really is. And, and the reality is, is that you're getting an hour of my time. You know, I mean, you could, you could buy a book for a lot cheaper than an hour of my time Mm -hmm. with a lot of great suggestions and ideas. And a lot of times I refer people to books, you know, Mm -hmm. that's what would would help you. Um, But so when you get an hour of my time, you get an hour of me and you, you deserve that, you know, um, that's part of that's what I think therapy is, is a real person there really sitting with your problems, really sitting with your experience and um, helping you go through it, helping you understand it, helping you um, express it. And, and so it's it's an experience. It really is. Um, you know, and any counselor that doesn't get that. You're missing something, you know, you are getting experience, but you're not getting, you know, you're, you're not getting um, the healing, the real experience that you, you probably need. So that, but that, that's a responsibility as a counselor that I help you go there, that I go there with you. And, um, and so some, for some people, it's not very easy and some people it takes longer, you know, that's normal. Um. I finally shared all of my secrets with my counselor after about three years with him. And he said, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> um, you know, it just took time. He mm-hmm. had to, he had to listen. He had to be okay with where I was and not push me and show that he could, you know, hold my stuff and it didn't freak him out. And he didn't think any less of me um, when I was able to put, you know, what, what I felt worth, you know, the worst parts of me out there. So, um, yeah, I think it's a, it's a real person there listening and um, hearing what you're, you're saying and being available um, and showing you the acceptance that you need to begin to have kind of the confidence that you're okay. And, I, and, it, and perhaps that is where counseling meets spirituality in that um, we as counselors maybe get to be a surrogate, uh, you know, 
I hate to say, but higher power that is accepting, that is loving. Mm. Um, yeah, I've often thought several times, wow, I have a job where I just get to love on people. Um, and I think it does boil down to that. Mm. Man, that really touched something. Um, that last kind of avenue we went down. Um, I was curious what it feels like when you are able to like make that connection or you're able to go to a place with somebody and they know that you're there with them or, um, you know, I don't want to even frame it in terms of solving a problem necessarily, but that, that you can make a connection in this area that feels very, um, hurt or, unheard or whatever how does that what does that feel like for you as the as the counselor um i mean one first of all it's extremely honoring when i can help people access those parts of themselves that they haven't been able to share with anybody else and the parts that um, and this draws from another type of therapy but that that they've had to keep hidden that they've had to protect. And so it's very honoring. Um, and I can tell it, you know, when people are talking about those things, most, most of the time. Um, the other thing is when it really hits a part of me and I'm able to access that part of me, um, I've cried with clients and um, I've slowed down. I've just listened. You know, we've had moments of silence and I can feel it. I'm, I'm there with them. And hopefully I show them that there's no reason that they have to run out really quick, that they can stay there, that it's okay. Um, and I, I, I validate it. Fact, I'm so honored. A lot of times, you know, I can't help but just uh, compliment the vulnerability or the honesty or the transparency people are showing. You know, that's that's when people are really doing some incredible what we would say work. Um, but it's more than that. I, I don't even like the word work. It just sounds too. I don't know. Um, I got to find a better word for it because when people are doing that, they, it is, it's what I feel therapy was designed for. Um, And, and it's where change really happens. Um, I'm not saying people like, you know, become perfect people or do all the things they want to do, but they have accessed this, um, this ability to see themselves and to show themselves kindness and understanding and compassion. And because when they're doing that, they're actually giving it to themselves. They're, they're accepting where they are and not having to fix it, but just being okay, kind of in their own skin at the moment. Um, so it's, it's a real honoring place. And if I can be in that place with a couple, then I have the opportunity to help their spouse really understand that place 
and really be able to feel it with them and be able to show the love and the care and perhaps through a hug or even just holding hands and be able to look back at them and, and communicate just how close and intimate and connected that they feel in that moment. Um, so it can really do wonders for marriages and families. Wow. I mean, that. I think you kind of touched on what I was wanting to ask next, which is how do you think, but, you know, feel free to add to this, but how do, what do you think it is about therapy that helps people change? Because we know it's more than just the information. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's a great question. There's actually been a lot of research on that question. Like, in other words, what are all the nuts and bolts that are required to help somebody change? Mm -hmm. And um, they call it common factors. And the number one common factor is the therapeutic alliance. And what that means, it's the relationship that a client has with his or her therapist. And then they've begun asking, well, what is it about that relationship that causes therapy to be effective? And it's effective in, by the definition of effectiveness is that the client accomplishes the client's goals, whatever they are. And um, so, so when you kind of boil that down, it becomes, does the client believe that the therapist can help them mm. does the client really believe that the therapist can help them and if the client believes that the therapist can help them the client will be able to do the things they need to do easier and better to make the changes that they want to see happen so it's this really this trust in the relationship and this belief that the therapist can help all right, that's it for this episode of Why Therapy. I'm Matt Shedd. Thanks so much for joining us. And I'd like to thank my guest, Travis Ramsey. If you'd like to find out more about his practice, you can visit him at travisramseytherapy.com. That's T-R-A-V-I-S-R-A-M-S-E-Y therapy.com. I've included that link and then also a link to his Psychology Today profile in the show notes. And if you'd like to find more of my writing, podcasts, or learn about the other services I provide for therapists, or you want help producing your own podcast, you can see my work and contact me through mattshed.com. That's M-A-T-T-S-H-E-D-D.com. All right. Thanks again for joining us, and we're already looking forward to next time. <laughs>